0: As I said, church family gets a bit messy, doesn't it? Our just family gets messy normally. Uh, and so we're just going to swap things around a little bit. We want to um, come around communion. And uh, what I want to do is share for a little bit. Uh, then I'd love us to together just come around. Uh, it's such a wonderful experience of, of family and, and bringing our hearts before God together. So I'm going to ask our attendants. Today we're going to have our communion pass out across the auditorium. So if our attendants could come and start passing that out, uh, that'd be great. Uh, You will find in the bread containers, if you are gluten uh, sensitive, there are crackers in the middle of the bread containers. As we uh, talk, as, as that is handed out, So if you are visiting our church, by the way, if you are visiting, maybe this is a whole new thing for you. And so uh, we would want to invite you to join us. It's a, we're passing around bread and juice. This is a, a celebration of what Jesus asked us to do. Uh, it was effectively remembering his last meal with his friends. And uh, it's uh, the bread, Jesus would say the bread would represent his body that would be given for us. And the juice... Or the wine that Jesus used um, uh, represents the blood that Jesus would shed for us. Now, I want to share a, sim- a simple thought. As this is handed out, the Apostle Paul, uh, sorry, the Apostle John, when he wrote his account of of uh, uh, Jesus's approach to the cross, uh, John would talk about the time when uh, the disciples are having the meal with Jesus, and and John talks about that one of you are going to betray me. And they all freak out, hey, am I going to betray you, am I going to betray you? And Jesus says, no, the one who dips his bread in me, uh, after me, was the one. And So do you know the story? It's Judas that would go and to dip the bread in the wine after Jesus. And then Jesus, uh, it says that Satan you know, entered into his heart. Satan was given access to his heart. You see that, that Judas actually gave permission for the enemy to take hold in his heart. And he, uh, he then went off to do what he would do, which would be to get the Romans to betray Jesus uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane. So many of you may know the story. If you don't know it, hopefully you're getting a little bit of an understanding of what was happening as Jesus had, headed toward the cross. So after Judas' had out the door, um, Jesus started to talk really plainly about his death. His disciples had been with him for three years, and they had put their hopes in Jesus being the Jewish Messiah. Uh, for them, for the Jewish Messiah for them was the one who would finally deliver them from the chaos and the oppression of the Roman Empire that was at work in Judah at that time. So when Jesus starts talking about his death and starts talking about his departure, it really shook the disciples' world. They, they couldn't understand because all of a sudden Jesus, who we thought was going to lead a revolution... Against the Romans, all of a sudden Jesus is saying, I'm going to, my, my body's going to be uh, killed and I'm going to go. It shook, shook the disciples' world. It shook their faith. And I guess the series that I'm now going to press pause on until next week, because I'm not going to get there in today's message, is how do we live unshakable? How do we live in a world that is shaking? From the, from the news reports that are, that are happening around the world to our nation, to the economy and finances and interest rates, right? All this type of stuff. How do we remain unshakable in a world that is shaking? And some of the disciples, Jesus told them something that shook them. It destabilised them. And um, after He says, I'm going to die... Then Jesus said, Peter goes, well, well, I'm going to die with you, Jesus. And that's when Jesus uh, turns to Peter and says, you know, Peter, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And, um, and Peter, Peter's heart was broken. Can you imagine someone telling you, you're going to betray me? Or you, you're, you're going to deny me? So not only was the disciples well shaken, The the world of Peter was shaken. Doesn't Jesus believe in me anymore? Doesn't he trust me anymore? And so this is the sequence of events that John would write in his Gospel. And then we come to John 14 verse 1. which is the only verse I want to read. Um, And it says, Jesus says to them, because they were shaken. He says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. You know, friends, Jesus wants to speak his peace into our hearts. He understood the importance of we need to have an unshakable heart in a world that is shaking violently. I might have shared this last week, but God needs a people of faith. People who can go to work or uni or school or or at the gym and and people are asking, in fact just this week I had our pest guy come across, his name is Happy George, he's one of the happiest guys you'd ever meet, anyone else choose Happy George? Um, Anyway, but he stops and he starts talking to me about uh, Israel and this guy's not not a believer, not a Christian, far from it, but our world is questioning and wondering and their hearts are troubled by what's going on across the world. And Jesus says to his disciples, he says to us today, he goes, hey church, don't let your heart be troubled. When you look at all that's going around, don't let your heart be troubled. The key here is to trust in God and trust also in Jesus I don't know what troubles your heart. I don't know what the condition of your heart is. We're going to cue that song in a minute. Thanks, Heath. We're probably going to have a bit of a shorter service today, actually. Is that all right? Anyway, has anyone ever complained about a short service? <laughs> Give me your hand up if you really want to go the full two hours. In fact, if you really you'd really wanted to go a bit long. Would anyone like to go? <laughs> you'd like to go a bit longer? Yeah. All right, Thank okay. <laughs> you. Hey.
1: He
0: said, "Take it You can. You and I can. You can come to the car with me and talk, finish, finish the sermon. We're talking about disciples whose world was shaken, and I just want you to take a moment. I want you to think about your world—not not just the external big picture of the world, but all the stuff that is going on. Have it on the inside. The question I have for you is, how is your heart? Is your heart troubled? Are you worried? Are you troubled by the stuff overseas or the stuff around the nation? Are you you troubled about your marriage? Or this this friendship that you have that's just hard? Are you troubled about your studies? Are you troubled about the fact that, that the year's ending and you've got a next year and what are you going to do next year? How's your heart? Is there stuff that's going on on the inside that you're just shaken by? Stuff that maybe no one knows. Stuff that you don't know what to do about. Maybe are you, are you listening to, you know, this, is, this is the tail end of what I was going to share and I'll, I'll bring a bigger picture of this next week. But have you allowed things into your heart that are just unhelpful? Maybe there's, I shared a me- messages back in 2018 regarding the assassins, the things that attack our heart. Anger or jealousy or pride fear how's your heart the disciples hearts are troubled and as we come to communion we're going to play a song that will probably go for 5 minutes and 2 seconds I think approximately (laughs) Um, but as it plays I really want you to reflect on your heart just between you and God as the song plays I want to encourage you in, in your hand you hold some bread And some juice. It reminds us of the cross. It reminds us of the one who came to give us a clean heart. The one who came to to set us free from the the shame and the shackles and and the lies and the wounds and the brokenness. Communion reminds us of all that Jesus did to set our hearts free. As the song's played, I want to encourage you when you're able already, take some time personally. And thank Jesus that He gives you a new heart. Thank Him that He went to the cross, that you would be set free. And then as a song is played, you may want to respond. It may be a song that says, you know, I I feel I need to do something about this. If that's you, you're welcome where you're sitting. You can stand, you can sit, you can join. The words will be on the screen. You can stand, sit. You can kneel. I just think God wants us to engage, and this morning He's speaking to our hearts. How's your heart? No, I'm not talking about your behaviours. I'm not talking about all the stuff that you're doing and the frustrations and the you know work. I do not go to work. I got to do this and I've got to get married in two weeks. Ah, what's going on? Two weeks. Probably more than two weeks. How many days Isaac? Just 16th to the mass. We've got so much stuff that can can draw on our hearts. So many things. I think David mentioned before. You know, um, we can take so much stuff on. We can carry stuff that we're not meant to carry. Wounds and words and 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 things and. This morning, I really feel God wants us to have a heart check friend of mine had a heart check this week and the doctors were a little bit unsure. But I'm glad that my friend can trust God in the midst of that. So we're going to watch the song. We drop the front lights off as well. Thanks, Andre. When you're ready, when you're ready, I'd encourage you to partake with the bread and juice thanking Jesus for what it's done. And then respond however you need to. It might just be staying where you're at. And saying, Jesus, I just want to bring this before you. Then when the song's finished, I'll get up, pray, happy days. It took been happy days. Gary and Linda back from their six-year holiday, <laughs> by the seems of it. <laughs> and uh, uh, Cheyenne, is this a, a family friend that you've got sitting with you in Kai? I heard his accent, so I knew it wasn't Australia. So um, good to have you. But we're we're a family, and uh, if you are visiting, hey, we don't talk about money every week. In fact, we rarely talk about money. So just uh, just just give you a heads up. Um, and we normally have a normally a bit more organised service than we're doing today. Uh, but we really feel today. I really feel today God wants us to do something about our hearts and see. my heart. Jesus said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Just while I no was looking around, is anyone here would say, my heart's a bit troubled. I'm not going to ask you why, just give me a little wave of thank you. Anyone say, so Mark, like, you know, I'm a bit troubled today. have got so much going on. Thank you. Anyone else? We i to pray for those who responded this morning. Lord, troubled hearts. Lord Jesus, you told us to trust in God. And trust also in you. Lord, I pray for those that responded. Lord, I pray that they would turn their eyes and their ears to truth that comes from you. Lord, in the midst of their, in the midst of their trouble, That they can look to you to find strength. Look to you to find hope. Look to you to find peace. Look to you to find wisdom. Look to you to find the next step. I just feel as I'm praying some of you who raised your hands. You're you're troubled by, by something down the road. And you're wondering what it's going to look like down there. And the luckily believe the Lord would say to you, trust me just in the next step. Trust me in the next. You can trust me in the next step. You don't need to worry about down there. You don't need to worry about later. Just trust me in the next step. Just as we're waiting in this space, just wondering if any of our prophetic team have had a, a word or a something God lays on their heart they wanted to share this morning I just sense God's hovering over this place He's healing hearts he's giving hope he's strengthening Maybe our team.
1: I felt the Lord say the word, and He mentioned it today. The word that is really so critical right now is confusion. In the whole world, people aren't sure about what this means, what that means. You know, and sort of eschatologically, people are saying this is Ezekiel thirty-eight, which I would say it's not for those who follow that. But what I want to, say, I felt the Lord say. He is the pillar, the foundation, and when the waves and everything is just crashing around and you're confused, okay, you have to focus totally on him, and, and that is just important. I just thought that this week, because you know, listening to the news is like poking yourself in the eye with a pin at the moment, every day. But Jesus Christ has each one of us like that, and if we really just take hold of Him, because I'm at the end of the book and we win, and He wins. And Jesus.
0: Lord, I thank you that you're not a God of confusion; you're a God of. In fact, Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. And so, Lord, I just declare peace over our church family this morning, peace over the troubled minds and troubled hearts. We declare the Prince of Peace to reign in Jesus' name. For those at home are watching online, Lord, I just pray that you would also meet them where they're at. That you would speak to their heart. That you would speak truth. You would speak life and your love over them. And Jesus, we want to thank you for our time this morning. We honour you. We love you. We love our church family. And we love that we get to journey through life with all its ups and downs with an unshakable hope
1: and an unshakable kingdom that's found through Jesus. Amen.